0: Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Okay, a couple of housekeeping odds and ends. All right, I'm going to start us off right off the top. First nope. of all thanks for all the listeners we got a ton of listeners really appreciate the growing audience share it with your friends give us a five-star review all that good stuff because it just it, it helps the podcast it's wonderful number two we need more questions we need those audio questions if you've been listening for a long time you have not yet sent us a question or we used a question you know six months a year ago send us another one maybe you got a follow-up Maybe you want to say, "Hey, I got this. You answered my question back in episode 19. I mean, don't have to go back and look at that, but you can make something up. And now I have another one because of this that and the other. Our question today is from Taylor, who apparently now has a side hustle of sending us questions, because she just sent us a question a couple weeks ago. But her questions are good, so as long as they're good, we're going to continue to use them. But please do send us a question. Get on your smartphone, click the little voice memo, record a question. Send it via email, podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org. Try to keep it under a minute. That'd be great. And then, again, we'll use it on the show. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Cool. What else is going on, Daniel? The house is
0: kept. The house is kept. seems like holidays are coming up quick. Oh, man, we're right in it. Our Our neighborhood's decked out for Halloween. Uh, Logan picked me up today. We carpooled, and he was like, dang, this neighborhood. It's fire. Halloween's off the hook. You gonna you gonna go around with the kiddos?
1: And oh yeah, that? yeah. It'll
0: yeah be we'll fun. do like the trunk or treat on Sunday. There's some places doing that, and then sat, uh, so like Monday, then is Halloween. Monday is so yeah. Trunk or treat Sunday, and then Halloween on Monday. We're gonna be loaded up on the sugar. <gasps> My middle son, we well we go and kind of tag
1: along with some families in this neighborhood in our neck of the woods, and. There's like 40 of us, and it's kind of crazy. But it's nice to have all the kids together Mm -hmm. running around. My middle son has some uh, very close friends. They run around together regularly. They're all dressing up as these sort of glow-in-the-dark skeletons. Cool. So except he came to us about a week ago and was like, "I, you know, we're all buying these costumes, and the costume is like $40. And I'm like, no, you're not buying the costume. We're not buying this costume. This is ridiculous. So we're making the costume which my wife is in charge of this year and she'll do a phenomenal job nice but years past if we still had a blog and we were active like i would put posts up i used to make phenomenal costumes for our kids one year i made lightning mcqueen for i remember that i mean he he strapped on this box and it was painted and it was you he lifted up the front hood and you could put the candy in there i mean it was awesome it took me like two weeks to make but it was fire Fantastic.
0: Meglomart is running a Halloween special. If you buy two rubber masks, they will punch out the nostril holes for free. One
1: year, because we saw this when I took Joshua to, uh, over to Rome, there was a guy who, I don't know what he did, he just did something where it looked like he didn't have a head and he had a hat on, so we made that. We put a trench coat above his, above his head and then a little wire and a, mm. a hat so he looked like a headless guy walking around. That was fantastic. The best costume my wife and I ever did, We put all of our sports stuff on, like our, you know, all the teams that we were representing, our kids were playing. Yeah. And we pulled our pockets out and we were broke sports parents. Nice. That
0: was fantastic. Halloween is fun. Yeah. Okay. Art imitating life. Yes.
1: Um, We got, so yeah, Taylor. Taylor's sending us another question, but again, it's a great question. So, Taylor, welcome back and what do you got? DIY. Hey, DIY money guys. Love your show and learning from you guys and what you have to offer. My question is just your general opinion on different types of insurance, whether that be pet insurance, term life insurance, full life insurance, as well as how to make sure you're getting the best deal in terms of these types of insurance based on your needs. Love listening and appreciate everything you guys have to offer. Thanks. Have a great day. Okay, Taylor. Uh, I'm gonna be sweet and to the point. Yeah, I like it. She knows. She knows how to bump up to the top of the list. There you go relevant question, short and to the point. Boom. Okay, number one. I don't know anything about pet insurance. I do know it is a very, very rapidly growing segment of the pets market. Are expensive pet insurance, food.
0: Well, there's insurance for everything.
1: I mean, you name it, it's off the charts. But for pets, I mean, it's just it's like booming. It's it's a booming business, anyways. So, but I can't speak to that. I don't have any pets at this point, uh, so I don't know why you would have pet insurance. Is that a is that a health like thing? Yeah, I mean, we ran we ran the numbers
0: on it when we had a dog once, and um, yeah, it's you're basically prepaying some of your medical expenses. It's it's bit like health insurance, Hmm. Uh, except it's it's more straightforward um, than human health insurance because pet medical expenses are more straightforward.
1: I We're getting a dog.
0: Uh,
1: we're cool. on a waiting list for a service dog for our youngest son, and I suspect I will be, well, I know I will be learning all about the expenses that come with having a pet, and I'm sure I'll be talking about this. Oh, yes! Yeah. But let's circle back around. Okay, I am a big believer that, insurance covers three areas in your life. Now I'm going to speak to life insurance uh, because I'm also a believer that insurance is not a savings tool. And the reason I'm a believer in that, first of all, when I started in the business, I had my life and health insurance licenses and I was encouraged to sell whole life as a savings plan to young people. Finally, one day I woke up and I started actually running numbers based on an Excel spreadsheet, rudimentary. And even with the tax savings... Meaning you're taking loans out. I couldn't understand why someone wouldn't just buy term insurance and invest the rest. And so I immediately stopped selling that. So I encourage anybody who's looking at that or sells that or is being sold that to do the math on their own. And if you come up with something different, I'd be interested in hearing about it. I'm sure I'll get some emails from insurance people, and that's fine. Happy to dialogue. However, uh, I have three kids, a wife. Uh, currently no debt. But when I did, I got insurance, I got life insurance, and I got term life insurance. And my term life insurance covered, in my opinion, three things. The first covered any and outstanding debts uh, that I needed to cover if something happened to me. I was the primary income uh, generator for our family. So if I died, then the income would go away. So I wanted to make sure all debts were paid. So I cumulatively just added up all the debts and that was the first total. The second total was an amount per child to make sure was socked away for college and or future expenses. You know my view on college savings. Uh, You don't use a 529. I use a custodial account. It looks like, knock on wood, my oldest son will not have to pay for college, hopefully. Uh, So therefore, uh, or you know not as much, and so therefore the monies that we've saved for him maybe can go eventually towards a house or starting a business or something along those lines. So, uh, but I would I would add up an amount for each child uh, by the time that they were let's say eighteen. I wanted that number to be a hundred thousand per child. So basically, again, took all the debts, added that up, took all uh, each child times a hundred thousand and add that up, and then finally. I, I wanted to bridge the gap of my wife or I uh, not working for a, a season and having domestic help. So, for example, I, I make this joke regularly, but it's very true that if something happened to my wife, uh, I would not be able to work. So if something happens to my wife, thankfully we have uh, Logan, Daniel, and a great team because I would be not here. I would be off for an extended period of time. I don't know how long, maybe forever. I have no idea. But it would be it would be devastating. So I would need or or desired to to have at that point a certain amount that could bridge the gap. And I think at that time I thought to myself, well, another hundred thousand is probably uh, a good amount. If I had to do it over, it would have been a lot more. But thankfully, I didn't die, nor nor did my wife. So uh, and now we don't have the the needs for for the insurance, but. I then sort of figured out, okay, how long will it take me if I'm on my savings plan to save up the money that I have supplemented with insurance? And I figured it would take me 20 years. So I got 20-year term life insurance for that amount. Term insurance is a commodity, much like gasoline. You can get it at your local Super America or Sam's Club or Costco It's gasoline that makes your engine go. It doesn't matter where you get it from. So you're going to look for the cheapest gasoline. That's what a commodity is. So I went to selectquote.com. Not an endorsement. We don't get paid by them. Selectquote.com is an independent website that gives you general quotes from a variety of places. And I put in 20-year term, the amount that I wanted. I basically said I'm a healthy 30 something year old person or 20 year old person at the time. I got quotes. I selected the cheapest one and I went through the underwriting process.
0: That's what I did. That's my belief on insurance. What say you, Daniel. Yeah, I think you broke it down, uh, with a really good sort of intricate personal example. I would say when we are thinking about insurance, uh, there's a few ways to approach it. So first of all, uh, Generally speaking, if something has a low probability of happening to you but has a high catastrophic um, impact on your life, then it qualifies pretty well for insurance. Because the price of spreading out that risk to multiple people is really low. But if it actually happens to you, the benefit of having insurance is incredibly high. So, for instance, life insurance is this way. Statistically speaking, uh, you passing away in your thirty-five uh, when you are thirty-five or forty statistically is low. But if that happens to you, you have kids, a spouse, a uh, house to pay off, et cetera. The result of losing that income, plus the the grieving time for your spouse and family, et cetera, is really high. And so in that instance, you can buy a term life insurance policy for a relatively low price, uh, be financially insured for that time period, things of that nature. As you increase the probability of something happening, even if you lower the uh, the catastrophic nature of it, the price of insurance will go up. So this is why car insurance is relatively, I mean, compared to your car, it's not all that cheap uh, because... There's a high probability that at some point somebody's going to hit you or you're going to hit somebody or something's going to happen and it has to cover the price of your car. But the fact is, in that instance, you kind of need it. Now, health insurance, pet insurance, things like that, you really have to look at and analyze those things uh, through that lens. So you have to go, what is the probability that this thing is going to happen? And if it happens, what are the chances that I can't cover it out of my own pocket? Uh, and really run the numbers on that. Uh, this can get tricky with some things like pet insurance. You do, there's a lot of unknowns there, right? You don't know if your dog's going to get cancer, if you want to put them through chemo, do all that. Uh, we had a dog that broke both, what is it, ACLs, whatever's in your knee, tendon thing. Uh, the first time we had him put a like a $1,000 fake tendon rubber band in there uh, so that he could try to walk again. And then he broke the other one, and we were like. How did he, how did that happen? Was, he ran and like cut quickly to chase a squirrel. And, wow tore a tendon tore the acl yeah but if that had happened to a human being as opposed to a animal that'd it, be like fifty thousand dollars because it'd probably be a nicer rubber band or something like that but then it happened to the other one and we consulted with the vet and we're like eh, let's just let's do therapy let's not you know the timeline on this because he was getting old is like eh, it's not gonna be good let's make him comfortable so anyhow pet insurance stuff like that uh your insurance for your smartphone. That's another important one, right? Uh, that's gone up in cost dramatically over the last couple of years. You really have to weigh the options. How often do you, do you break or have an issue with your phone versus the cost of not spending money on insurance, putting that money aside and replacing your phone from time to time when something terrible happens. So you really have to think of insurance, I guess, through those, through those spectrums. And, uh, do that cost-benefit analysis. It's basically how I think and approach it.
1: I don't like, in addition to insurance being an investment tool, I don't like the idea where people say, "Well, yeah, but then you're paying all that money and you're not, you're not getting any benefit." You you don't want to use insurance. <laughs> you you it, it is a it is to hedge against these catastrophic issues. But the reality is, you you hope you don't use it. So the idea of, again, I want to invest something and I need to make sure I get something out of it, that, that has to be set aside. Uh, because again, you, you, you don't ever want to use it. You want it to be the lowest cost possible with a reputable company, you, you know, th- and there's some layers of protection there on state levels. Uh, I won't go down that road, but, uh, do your homework, uh, You know, again, keep it simple. Like a lot of these things, keep it simple, and uh, and I think you'll be okay. Uh, But I think you can also get you can get into the weeds a little bit if you start trying to get too complex and you know add the investment component and all the rest of this nonsense. Yeah, if
0: you're always running a positive return on your insurance policies, like across the spectrum of your life, it indicates actually you need to reduce risk somewhere. Rather than you've made a good decision on your insurance, because if if as a whole all of your insurance policies are paying out, <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. dramatically crazy has happened in your life. So um, so keep an eye on that, but really run the numbers on a lot of things. A lot of some of these insurance schemes are really I don't say schemes derogatively like um, insurance uh, contracts, right? Um, are prepayment contracts really? Um, so dental insurance is very similar in that manner. You, you sort of pay a fee, you get annual cleanings. And then if you have a cavity, you've basically prepaid it through your insurance premium. You're not getting a massive benefit. Pet insurance may be kind of similar to that. Uh, a lot of insurances, I, I your iPhone insurance, you pay it long enough. You have basically paid for a phone. So it's not like you're getting a free phone when they, when you break it, you've paid for the insurance four or five times and you've basically added into the kitty price of that phone so just run the math look at the cost benefit analysis of that Insurance
1: because just uh-huh. the basic yes. dental and vision, uh-huh. vision. And, and, and like general. Vision? M- oh my I god vision. i'm gonna have one contact that looks like a cat eye and another no. contact that looks like
0: a cat's face that's missing an eye you don't wear a contact all right
1: taylor hopefully Considered that risk hopefully that helped uh good question Thanks for sending it in. All she did was send us a a question at podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org. Remember, secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.